can never get enough sledgehammer. Unless it's, you know, our caller, the sledgehammer. I knew, I knew you were going to do that. And then, Rhea, we've had quite enough already. <laughs> no sledge if you're out Come there on. listening, buddy. I'm just, I'm just playing around. Poor sledgehammer. I'm just joking. Just joking. Love sledgehammer. Sledge just driving around, minding his own business, right. catching strays from the camera. Taking a shot at the sledge. Hey, I'll tell you what I'm not going to take a shot at. I'm going to give uh, some praise, some congratulations to uh, three former Eagles, two of whom are John's former teammates, and now uh, College Football Hall of Famers announced yesterday. John, you didn't play with them, but, of course, we saw Jeremy Macklin for a number of years and his career back in college football. He goes in the College Football Hall of Fame. Your former teammate, Troy Vincent, and your great friend, Brian Westbrook, who, of course, started right here in, in the Philadelphia area, Villanova. So congrats to those three, College Football Hall of Fame, uh, for those three. By the way, going in with Tim Tebow and Reggie Bush wow. in the next group that will be uh, inducted. Some haymakers So right let me there. ask a question. When Reggie Bush – gives a speech at the College Football Hall of Fame, does he mention his Heisman Trophy? Like that's, you know, no longer his, They didn't give you know. it back to him? No. They, didn't they? I thought no. they gave it back to him. No. I don't think so. You can look it up. I think he's still looking for that Heisman Trophy. I mean, John, I think that would be mentioned. That's just, that's just, that would be my style. Yeah. I know, it sure would. Where's my, where's my trophy, man? Come on. All right, let's talk some more football. A lot on the plate with the Eagles. And uh, Ross Tucker joins us as he does every Tuesday at this time. Brought to us by First Trust Bank. Official Bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. How you doing, Ross? I'm doing awesome. And by the way, I feel like Reggie Bush has actually gotten more mileage out of having it taken away from him totally. and us talking about whether or not he should have it or they should give it back to him than if he had actually won it. Yeah, I mean, wait, what do you mean if he actually he did win it, right? You mean yes, if, yeah, but he, I mean if, if he, he actually if he had kept, it. If he kept yeah, it, yeah, like yeah. If he, you confused if he kept, me for a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm sorry. If yeah. he kept it, right? We just wouldn't really ever talk about it right, right, or him. Right, yeah. But because they took it away from him, it comes up all the time and just reiterates how dumb it is that he does. I mean, <laughs> think about this. He doesn't have it because they gave him some money. I mean, by the way, do you think all those guys for Georgia last night, do you think they all went there because they just love the academics? Uh-oh, Ross. Wow. Here we go. Uh-oh, uh-oh. This is I Princeton mean, coming out. Here we go. No, look, I talked to a lot of college Re- coaches. Rev okay? your engines, ladies and gentlemen. No, I look, I have no problem with it. I think it's Don't great. get the show sued, Ross, all right? <laughs> <laughs> That's true, actually. All right, Ross, let's get to the birds. A lot of concern expressed in the last, uh, I don't know, 45 hours or so since the Eagles game was played. Um, how concerned do you think Eagles fans should be? They, they clearly finished the season with their worst four games of the season. And I'd go back to the Bears game a little bit. It wasn't stellar. They won it. Um, what do you make of it? How concerned should people be entering the playoffs? Yeah, I would say, I'm just trying to think of the best way to phrase this. Scale of 1 to 10, meaning 1 not concerned at all, 10 very concerned, which is, I think, a good way to look at it. I would say I'm like a 3 or a 4. So I, I, I don't like it. I, mean, I don't like that they don't appear to be playing their best football. And where were you on December 1st? Was it a 2? Was it a 1? In terms of concerns about the Eagles? Yeah. Zero. Zero. Thought, yeah. thought, thought they were the best team in football. Thought they were going to – because also, December 1st, not only – So that's a pretty feeling, big jump. Zero to three or four is a pretty big jump. Well, a couple of things have happened. I mean, the, the Eagles have had some key guys get hurt. Hurts, Lane Johnson, Avante Maddox. And the 49ers look awesome. I mean, let's right. be honest. I mean, the 49ers have won 10 in a row. They win every game by, like, 20 points. They look pretty awesome. So, yeah. And the last thing is – what you just referenced, Joe, they have not played their best football over the last month. Now, it's funny because you go through 
Like the Saints, the year they won the Super Bowl, they like lost their last two games. I mean, so there are times where it feels like a team has a lot of momentum going into the playoffs and that continues and they win the Super Bowl. But there's actually a lot of examples, especially with teams that have a bye, like the Saints did that year or the Eagles in 17 or hopefully the Eagles this year, where it's like the bye, the momentum doesn't really carry over with the bye anyway. So whether they were playing great or whether they were playing crappy, I, I think a lot of people think it doesn't really matter that much. How big a concern is the pass protection for you, Ross? Not that big. No, I mean, especially if Lane is back, it's not that big. I actually, that was one of the more disappointing aspects of the game to me was actually Jalen. Um taking some of the sacks that he did and not getting rid of the ball. I thought, number one, they should have ran the ball more. And number two, Jalen, you know, if, like this offseason, right, when the season's over, maybe we can talk about it right now. If you said, Ross, what are the thing, the areas you would like to see Jalen Hurts improve upon? Assuming he's like the second in the MVP voting, had an awesome year, right? I still think he takes some sacks that he shouldn't, meaning he should be able to throw the ball away. And I also think he leaves the pocket to run right at times where the safety of the pocket is stepping up into the pocket. Those are my two – I mean, we're nitpicking here. He's a great player. He's had a great year. But those are two areas where he could still improve. What about the free hitters on Jalen in this game against the Giants? Blitzes. Yeah, when they decided to send extra guys, like we weren't even accounting for those guys. No, that's a problem, John. I mean, I, I wrote in my notes watching the game, red zone issues and their their struggles against the blitz. I don't care who they play in the first round, whether it's the Bucks, the Cowboys, or the Giants, they're going to get blitzed a bunch because they did not handle the blitz against the Giants well at all. It was a major issue. Sometimes he got sacked. Sometimes he just got pressured. Sometimes he didn't look like he knew where to go with the ball. Sometimes the receivers didn't look like they were ready. I don't have a great explanation for that other than, you know, congratulations to the Eagles because they're going to get the crap blitzed out of them in their first playoff game now. How much of our problems, the red zone conversion rate, I think we were one of five uh, in this game uh, on goal-to-go situations. I think we were one of four. How much of that gets solved if they let J- if they just let Jalen be Jalen? You know, if they if they run the RPO stuff, the zone read, and actually let him keep it and and stop worrying about protecting him. I think a decent amount. Yeah, I, th- I think I think. Look, we've seen it. What does he have? Thirteen rushing touchdowns or whatever it is. I mean, it's just such an advantage. He's so strong. You get the extra blocker. They very clearly did not want to run him down near the goal line and put him in harm's way. And I understand that, and I agree with that. But when they get to the playoffs two weeks from now, I mean, they're not messing around anymore. Mm-hmm. He's going to run when they get in those situations. They'll be better. Um, but even, like, I, little stuff bothers me, and maybe it shouldn't. But, like, Landon Dickerson, there was just no reason for him to be two yards downfield. And I thought it was kind of a – nitpicky call it was it was nitpicky but 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 it was the right call yeah but don't yeah and don't even give them like it was so unnecessary for him to do that and the thing is is like this is I, i tweeted this last night at ross tucker nfl watching that debacle of a college football national championship that the level of detail 
is so much greater in the NFL than it is in college. It's almost like two different sports. But to me, as a guy that didn't have Landon Dickerson's ability, right, they've had a bunch of illegal man downfield penalty calls this year, right? So somehow these guys have to know when one of those RPOs is called, I'm not going two yards downfield. I'm not going to do it. You have to have that mental discipline to not let that penalty happen. That was also disappointing. Yeah. Ross, I'm just thinking, man, P.T. Barnum would be very proud of you because I I am pretty sure I've never heard you say the word tweet and not follow up by saying at Ross Tucker NFL. <laughs> like, actually, actually ever. I, I just It just dawned on me. I think I've heard it every time. Have you ever said the word tweet and not followed up with your Twitter handle? Well, I, I could try, Joe, but I just get concerned that I say Twitter <laughs> and people don't know it's at Ross Tucker NFL. <laughs> oh, I like your style, Ross. Let's go to the phones. Let's talk to, by the way, it's 94 WIP HD1 Philadelphia as we broadcast, as always, from the Taste of Cake studio. Let's go to Paul in Downingtown right now. Hi, Paul. Hey, guys. How are you, Jack? Great, Paul. <laughs> now, I do have some concerns about the Eagles pass blocking specifically. I mean, it, it has been a little turnstile-ish um, on the right, and you know, I, I obviously not having any medical background at all, just conceptually, I, I really struggle with how someone with an abdominal injury is going to play the position of right tackle, especially to the level that we've grown accustomed to. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know how you do that with any type of soreness. I mean, of course, the guy's a beast. Um, I'm sure it's all related to his ability to take pain. But just to that extent, I, I without even looking, at our options. Um, I, I just I, I can't understand that. It's going to be tough, man. It's going to be a problem. Yeah. Well, well I, can I chime in on that real yeah, quick, please. Paul? Yeah. So I played my whole senior year um, at Princeton offensive line with a sports hernia that I had to have. I had it operated on at Rutgers right after the year. I'm actually going to uh, talk to some doctors because I'm curious because I know people have compared the two, the torn adductor to the sports hernia, which is basically a tear in your abdominal wall. Um, and I was able to play through that. I was not able to practice at all. I basically just showed up for the games and was able to get through them. I felt a little bit stiffer, but I was able to do it. So I, I am of the mindset that if Lane can play, he will be able to play at a high level. I agree with you there. He's a master if, of his craft. He's obviously right. The he, only he, the only concern is if he if he can't play, right? Like he's not going to practice. We don't need him to practice. He's going to play in the games. If, if he's out there, I think he'll play well. The only concern is if it's so bad that he just can't even play. Well, that would be a problem. Hey, Paul, yeah, give me give me a great answer, man. What's a joke? Well, I'll tell you. Other than some of Sirianni's answers, one thing that I think is a joke is a cheesesteak anywhere outside the immediate Philadelphia area. It's a joke. A lot of times they don't even get the words right. They call it a steak and cheese or some kind of I nonsense know. like that. And yeah. Ringtone Ross, I just wanted to give a shout out to Ringtone Ross. He once he at one time called me an idiot. My wife cut the audio and made it my ringtone for so for like a week and a half. Whenever anyone called or texted me, he said, that last caller was an idiot, and it was Ross's voice. It was oh, great. It was, one of the best, it was one of the best practical jokes anyone ever played on me ever. It was my own wife. All right, <laughs> well, well year, done. Everybody. All right, happy new year, Paul. I like it. Uh, Brandon Graham on this morning, Ray, with uh, you and Angela. Yeah, he was on, and Angela was asking about the injuries, and I just – he seemed super positive, and I know James uh, – told James about the cut. Like, that lane's coming back. Let's hear it. Yeah. Let's hear what he said. 
Well, look, we all hope he's right. Here's my antenna, John. Here's where my antenna just went up. Maybe he's being completely on point. Or maybe after what he said to John Marks last week, where it was about, who was it about, Hertz? Jalen. And the nighttime show. And but it Jaylen created. did play. He did, but it created chatter on WIP for about two or three days. Hey, did you hear what Brandon Graham said about Jalen Hurts? Uh, you know, John, maybe someone with the Eagles got to him sure. and said, be careful, man, what you say publicly. Let's let's not go there. Yeah. So I you're, you're, yeah. remember, you're not an expert and, and we don't need your opinion on whether guys can play or not. You got to leave it up to the doctors and. They and apparently just, didn't get to him that else. strongly since he said this morning they're all coming. Back. Well, yeah, but my point is <laughs> yes. it's it's almost the inverse. Yeah. Like, don't put out there that they won't play. Yeah, don't put out the possibility. But wouldn't you, that wouldn't that they work. want, knowing the Eagles the way they are, wouldn't they want the mystery around? Maybe. Wouldn't they say, hey, Brandon, don't say anything authoritative? Yeah, Brandon maybe. went on to say he, that Avante's coming out of his boot. Listen, so. maybe. I don't know. I mean, John, I know with you with Andy Reid. Right. You, you basically you had you had two rules in the locker room. You had don't talk about religion and don't talk about race amongst each other, which doesn't play anymore. Right. But that was back in the day. Wasn't that his thing? Uh, I, I think religion was. The, oh, well, maybe it was only religion. Maybe yeah. it wasn't race. But but publicly he was very clear with he didn't want you guys talking about injuries. Right. I mean, do you remember yeah, that? I, yeah, because I remember of, that. I don't remember if it was stated or not, but you knew. Not well, to. I can tell you it was stated in New England with Belichick. That's the last thing you could ever – he wouldn't even let you um, give a, a breakdown of a teammate. Mm-hmm. Like, he didn't even want you to say, so-and-so's doing a really good job. He's really athletic. He looks good on his outside releases or whatever. Like, none of that. Nothing that he felt like an, an op- yeah. opponent could use yeah. against you. By the way, I'm just remembering, it wasn't race and religion with Andy. It was religion and politics. He didn't want you guys messing with each other on. Yeah, I'm, I'm, so let me correct that one. Hey, Ross, uh, why is it that this Eagles uh, coaching staff seems unwilling to give Andre Dillard the the shot to get in there? Uh, is, is he that much less a player than what I once thought he was, which was a pretty good pass protector? No, he is that. He is a pretty good pass protector. But Stoutland primarily trains his guys on one side or the other. And so Driscoll's been his right side guy. Dillard's been his left side guy. And so if Mylotta went down, it would be Dillard in there. Mm-hmm. But Lane went down, so it is Driscoll. Well, what, what about putting Mylotta at right and having? Well, then you're getting at worse left. at two. Then you're getting worse at two positions. So you're doing two things. Number one, you know, Diller's not as good as Mylotta, so you're worse at left tackle. Mylotta's not as good as Lane, so you're worse at right tackle. Then it also makes it a little bit more difficult. Where do you help? Who do you help? But here's the now thing: now you have issues both ways. Is Dillard worse at right tackle than? Uh, sorry, is Mylotta worse at right tackle than Driscoll? I don't think so. No, and probably so, comparable. But then, the, John, you got the whole communication thing, right? Like Driscoll and Sayamalo are pretty familiar with each other. Mylotta and, and Landon Dickerson have a good thing going on. Now, all of a sudden, you're putting Mylotta all the way on the other side next to Sayamalo. You're putting Dillard in there newly next to Landon Dickerson. I, I think they are absolutely doing it the right way. I also, by the way, think it's kind of a moot point now because I think Lane will be back. Oh, that's true, too. All right, let's talk to Tom in Dover. Tom, you're on WIP. Yo, what's up, y'all? How y'all doing? Great, Tom. Hey, Rhea, how you doing? Nice to 
finally get a chance to talk to you on the radio. Hey, Tom. Thank you. And, and, I'm, and I'm in agreement with everything that you said about Sirianni. I think he talks too much. I really do. But, <laughs> Joe, I told James when he answered the phone today, it seemed like you've been kind of smug to everybody today. No, you know, come on, man. Every time somebody say something, you quick to, 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 to jump on the defense. Like, you know, you you, you, you taking up for Gannon. I think Gannon, just like Dable, since his people at Hurts all day Sunday, we should have been sending some people out where. Well, then, stand back and did whatever he wanted on that little zone defense we was playing on Sunday. No wonder they had, he had so many rushing yards. Well, for, so what, I, for I, what it's I, worth, I, the Giants didn't do too much on offense. They got a late touchdown that, to an extent, to an extent, I think the Eagles let them have. And what I mean by that is the Eagles were okay with the Giants scoring as long as they milked enough clock. I mean, that's being smart with the clock. I mean, it's not like the, Giants, it's not like the Giants were ripping it up offensively. And, and by the I way, think- to the point that Mike Wick made earlier, and I thought it was a good point, I thought that Giants quarterback looked – like a more competent player than we probably perceived him to be. I mean, he hung in there. That guy wasn't horrendous. Listen to this. Anytime you got a third-string quarterback in the game and we try and we in a must-win situation, you need to send somebody at him every now and then and, and mess with his decision-making. He was standing back in. And then when he did get out the pocket, it was wide open. Tom, can I ask you a question? Yeah, I'm listening. It's Eagle... always Tom, can I ask you a question? Yeah, because oh. you always say something that spurs, you know, my rhetorical response. Did the oh, Eagles win the game? Oh, yeah. Listen, question not, question man, two. Question, question two. Listen. Question two. All question right. two. Okay. Did All you right. as an Eagles fan ever really feel the game was threatened? Never. Okay. I left I left at the I left at like the, the middle of the um third quarter. Me and my buddy Sean, we got up and left. <laughs> you know, I, I I don't sit there. I, I wasn't sitting there for that. I knew. When it was 19 nothing, I knew they never had a chance. To Tom, I love you, man. I, I actually yeah. love you. If you were here, I'd give you a hug yeah. right now. Tom, give oh, me a great man, answer, man. What's a joke? Listen, I had I had told I had told James I was going to say you. That's what I was going to All say. Right. Well, it's what you just said. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. He said it. Uh, no, I said to him, I said, great answer, Tom. Well, all right. Onside Good kick. I, w- I was a little scared. <laughs> I mean, the chances are so slim. Uh, but still. You a, asked if you were ever game. You were not. nervous. I, at zero, zero percent of that game was I nervous. Zero. Zero percent. Not for one second. Not that even when second. They had the, nope. I, I had a weak it. moment, like, James. two like percent chance to get it. Zero percent. I'm with Rhea. It's like 15 yes. percent. And so there was some percentage chance that they recovered that. But my boy Blankenship, no hesitation, just went up well, there. They still would have had to go down the field and score a touchdown, too. My point is at no point did I think that was going to happen. Yeah, it would have been. But that was supposed to be a blowout. It was supposed they to be didn't 35 try to hard. nothing. The Eagles just tried to win Their the game and get out without game. getting hurt. It was very clear but what they did. Can we agree they it wasn't? They wanted a... it to be a blowout, and it wasn't. They wanted it to be but a John, blowout. But, John, can we agree? They wanted it... to get the starters out in the third quarter, and they couldn't do that because they didn't play well but enough. But it wasn't a blowout because the offense couldn't issue. put the ball in the end zone, not because the defense did something wrong. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. So I'm just saying, it's, he's off on Gannon. There is, a little is there a point bit. where I, we all stand during the show? You're standing. No, I'm stretching, James. I'm stretching the groin right now. I stretch the groin from time to time. Let's go to Jason right now. Jason, you're on WIP. Hey guys, how's it going? Um, hey John, when you were in California, did you get, ever get up to Lake Tahoe? Yeah. Awesome. I lived in Squaw Valley for like oh, 20 wow. years. I went to a wedding there. Oh, so amazing. Um, 
So I think the Eagles are rope-a-doping a bunch of teams at the end of the year. I mean, I've heard Howard talk about it before, but I just I think that that's what they're doing. They're not showing plays. They're not showing the red zone plays. And the defense, like you just mentioned, came up huge this game, and then they also crushed them in the Giants game when they played them last time. I mean, the 22 points they scored was really just garbage time. You know, it's funny. Right. I got to tell you, I'm having a harder and harder time remembering. 14 the, the last six was not – they dominated that. John, I think my brain's moving toward yours. I can't even remember some of these games this year. That makes us feel better, Joe, because we think it's football. So when normal people <laughs> who never actually played football start to have issues, it makes people well, like John and I feel better. First off, I played in eighth grade. Just tackling, yeah, I tackling I machine. About it. I was like yeah, one for one it. on tackles. Second, yeah. second point is I can't imagine you ever hit anybody. Ross, I got one for one. I know. I'm joking. <laughs> Ross, I got pulled out. I, I was a starter out of camp, and I got benched at halftime of the first game. Coach said, "Get out, get out." What it, happened? I stunk. But, but but if you're one for one tackling, was it like right coverage? To the point. I think no. I think the, I think the one for one was like later. I I, I don't know how many tackles I had. It was not many. Um, it was kind of tongue in cheek. I was not a particularly effective uh, defensive football player. Yeah. I mean, at least I'm honest. I'm honest. I like the way you phrase that. I was not a particularly yeah. Yeah. effective no, defensive player. I wasn't. I mean, it was what no... were you doing playing football anyway? <laughs> I, know, I just remember like sometime late in the summer, going in eighth grade. I'm like, you know what? Eh. Give this football thing I'm a proud shot. of you. Why are you asking yeah. that question, John? I'm proud of you. Every male in eighth grade should try football. <laughs> and if it goes well, great. If it doesn't, at least for the rest of your life, you tried it. Exactly. I just remember You know how many buddies guys. I know? That, you know how many buddies I know, John? That <laughs> I wish I could give them. I have buddies now that I'm like, listen, if you really knew what it felt like to run into another dude as hard as you can and knock him over, you would pay five grand for that. Yeah, right but now. Joe never felt that. Hey, <laughs> and I never had a desire to feel it. That's the other thing. I just remember what Seriously? it was like. No, I never, never, never appeal it to me. Like so the idea of appealing, saying, it's not, not appealing to you to run into somebody as hard as you can and knock him over. It's not appealing at all. That is unbelievable. Yes, oh my but that, gosh. That, but that yeah. that furthers the question: What were you doing out there? I remember what when when a guy would show up, you know, like in eighth grade, yep. when the rest of us had been playing for a few <laughs> years. When that guy showed up, we destroyed that guy. Like you would have been a target. Well, I got knocked I, in, pra- in practice. I got injured. And that was the end of the season, like halfway through. Yeah. John, yeah. John, can you imagine Joey DeCamera showing up in practice? No. Oh my. That's God. what I'm saying. I mean, that's. All right, Jackson. Give me a big answer, man. Other than apparently my eighth grade football career, what's a joke? <laughs> um. I have to say, United States healthcare system. Well, U.S. healthcare system. We go to the, the political realm, if you will. All right. So, Twitter poll question of the day. Now, before we get to the results, I want everyone's answer and their reason. Twitter poll question of the day: Who would you rather see the Eagles play in the second round of the playoffs? Now, we have it just with Dallas and Tampa. We know they could play the Giants. They could play Seattle. Not likely, but possible. But if it comes down to Dallas or Tampa, who would you rather see the Eagles play in the playoffs? Rhea, Dallas or Tampa, who and why? A thousand percent the Tampa Bay Bucks, and for two reasons. But the number one reason is, do you remember what happened in that game with Jalen Hurts? And I don't think Jalen Hurts has forgotten it. Last year. Sorry. Last year yes. in the playoffs when they just crushed the Eagles. Yep. And somebody released footage from the Tampa Bay sidelines with the defensive coordinator yelling, he can't read defenses, mm-hmm. so I should not I, have been released by it the was way. Yeah. defensive coach, not that coordinator. Was no, yeah, it was yeah. it was a defensive coach yeah. who, and by the way, who I think is from Jersey. I think he's a local guy, 
because uh, we we did we did in a forensic investigation of trying to figure out who it was. Sure. I think it was Mike Caldwell, right? Yeah, I, I might he, have the been the former Eagles linebacker oh, who's the DC Jags for the Jags yeah, now. I love Mike Caldwell. Yeah, well, not after I don't think Jalen has forgotten that. Okay. And the other reason, if you look at the numbers for Tom Brady this year uh, against um, when he's under pressure, they're brutal. I mean, his his numbers are not very good. When he's got a clean pocket, he's going to kill you like he always does. When he doesn't, his quarterback rating is 37th, completion rating of 44%, two-for-five touchdown ratio. Seltzer? And this team likes to get after the quarterback. Cowboys or Bucks? who and why? I'd rather face the Cowboys, and it's because of Tom Brady in the playoffs. And honestly, I don't think the answer would have been that until the last two weeks, but Brady's looked better and the Cowboys have looked worse. Ross? Definitely the Bucks. The Cowboys are, I think, a much better team. They scare me. They scored 40 points against the Eagles like three weeks ago. Do you guys remember that game? <laughs> They're a that's Jekyll and Hyde team. They lost to Sam Howell this past week. I remember that one, too. Yeah, but they scored 40 points against the Eagles. The Bucks are not a good team. The Eagles' D-line would destroy yep. that Bucks O-line. Yeah. Brady's wonderful, but he'd be happy to just get one playoff win at that point. Give me the Bucks all day. All right, now, from earlier in the show, we can say Mike Quick's answer because when he joined us, his answer was Dallas, and his reason is it would be more fun to beat them. <laughs> That's true. John, your answer and your reason. Yeah, I'd rather face the Bucks. They are the underdog in that game. You know, people think that the Dallas Cowboys have a better chance to win because the Cowboys are a better team than the Bucks. I know the Bucks have been hot lately. But the reason they're hot is because they throw the football a lot. They cannot run it. And going up against a team that's that lopsided, I think we could tee off. And I do like the fact that we got CJ, GJ in the slot and we can play more man uh, you know, behind things and let our cornerbacks be good cornerbacks. I think we have a better chance to destroy the Bucks than we do the Cowboys. So I am genuinely conflicted on this. Also, but don't I, forget four straight road games for Dallas if they yeah. win Tampa. No, four there's, listen, there's a lot of reasons on both sides. I mean, Dallas doesn't typically win in the playoffs. The Bucs haven't looked great this year. I mean, we can go round and round with a bunch of reasons. Mike McCarthy. Both would be fun weeks. I mean, let's just be real. Facing Brady or facing Dallas would be hyped weeks. And both would be sweet victories. I mean, Dallas, you beat your classic rival. Brady, you might end Brady's career. Like, literally, you could be, bye-bye, Brady. No, like he's playing next year. Look, my answer is um, the Bucks, and my reason is I just think it's an easier game to win. But I recognize I could be wrong about that because Brady could get you. John, where do you think the poll results came in? Who people would rather see them play, Dallas or Tampa? I think Dallas wins, and it's like 70%. It's the other way around, man. Tampa wins, and it's wow. 62%. Wow. 62%. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. By the way, Ross, who does win that game? Uh, th- that game Monday night? Yeah. By the way, just so, I mean, we'll know if the Giants beat the Vikings, but obviously the Eagles would play on Sunday yeah. if they're playing the winner of the Cowboys and the Bucks. Right. I think it's a true uh, field goal game. I actually, just on the, um, on the Even Money Betting podcast, there you go, Joe, I took the Bucks getting the three points. I'm not trying to put it in your head, man. It's no, 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 no. But in all sincerity, like to me, it's a field goal game either way. If the Cowboys were getting three points, I would take them. The Bucks are getting three points. I'll take them. I really think it's a toss-up game, which certainly says something about the Cowboys and how they've been playing as of late. Uh, Ross Tucker with us as he is every Tuesday at this time for an hour. Brought to us by First Trust Bank, official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. Let's talk to our buddy Black Grady. What's up, Black Grady? 
You saying uh, you could be wrong is probably how you start off every day looking in the mirror, Joe. <laughs> no. That's what I'm thinking. Because I'm not you a good-looking guy, man. But it's not. It's, but but remember this, man. In the year 2023, it's not. You got to remember, it's not cool to make fun of someone who's not good looking. Well, so you, so you, frankly, you I, think, I think I think I think you should be right you here. should be canceled. Let's you cancel still, you. You still and that's Oklahoma inappropriate, drill, man. Captain <laughs> one tackle. You saw oh, Oklahoma drill captain one tackle eighth grade. All your stories and dreams of cancer come with no videotape evidence. I know. You just, you're just making up I've wondered stories. if there's football Everything's tape. Pre-high school, like you just, there's got to be telling tape. all these stories. The day you did eat your weeds, you've been kind of bold today. Coming at Ross out of the street. This is Ross Tucker Tuesday. You know what he's supposed to do? He's supposed to put himself out there in these streets every time he tweets. Okay, <laughs> now let me tell you something. Um, <laughs> Rhea knows what I'm talking about. Rhea knows what I'm talking about. The coach does need to have two word answers. I love Jalen's response. I kept myself healthy. I did what I was supposed to do. That's all this game was about. Yes, I was annoyed, and yes, I was frustrated, but you could virtually see what they were doing. And BG coming on saying everybody's going to be healthy, I'm just going to roll with that because he didn't give me a story about three years ago when somebody grew up and had a flower or nothing like that. He just <laughs> said we're going to be ready to rock and roll. And guess what? The Bucks or the Cowboys, I don't care who it is, they need to win this playoff game. I prefer the Bucks. Because I want to beat uh, your quote-unquote goat that you salivate over and take bubble baths to all the time, ostrich boy. But either way, I'd be happy. But we got to get this win regardless because this coaching staff has scared the death out of me. Nine straight passes, excuses every time they pass the ball too much, and they blame all the non-running on Jalen and RPO. All I've seen is when Jalen's not in there, you still think everybody's Joe Montana and you throw the ball too much. So they got two weeks to get healthy, two weeks to get the game play together, Two weeks to get this first win and the second win to get me to a Super Bowl championship. I'm excited. All right, I love it. Give me it. What's the joke, Black Ready? Well, you've already said it. You've talked about yourself a lot today, so I'll let it go with that. I love you guys. <laughs> Have a great day. Black Ready does bring up a good point, though. Would what? you be at all conflicted if they're if they're facing your guy, Tom Brady? I mean, we know how much you love Tom. I like Tom. I don't <laughs> love Tom. It makes me very disappointed in you. He loves Tom. He, I mean, you listen, bathe to Tom? Guess. Is that what Black Ready <laughs> That's said? That's what he said. Greatness is greatness. That's how rumors get him. started, by the way. Tom's the man. I'm with Joe on that one. Oh, you played with him. You don't, you, you're too biased. Well, that's true, but I will say this. Think about this for a second. You will never find a single teammate that would ever say a bad word about him. And that's him. what I mean. You're teammates with them. I don't no, expect but, no, you but, to say a bad word about no, him. No, but isn't it weird, Rhea, that like... Yeah, there's something Aaron, in there. Aaron, yeah, Aaron exactly. Rogers, like... Oh, my Greg, God. Well, there's uh, Greg, thousands of name? people who will say... His family doesn't like him. Yes. You're talking about Rogers. <laughs> yes, yes, Aaron Rogers. And even like, even doesn't like, seem like McNabb, Tom's family have, loves him either, though. For being honest, well, that's just a divorce. That's right. different. I mean, come on. Have guys the come on and said that they didn't like McNabb or they had issues with McNabb. I mean, I think most guys, people, you know, there's guys that didn't like him for whatever reason. It's just unbelievable that you'll never have anybody say that about Brady. So, are you aware, Ross, that Brady, eh, little sloppy seconds, off a former of Richie's. You aware of that? <laughs> no, I didn't know oh that. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm surprised he's never come up with Ross on. Yeah, this is a, a, well, a well-discussed topic on our show. Yeah. So, John was with the gal back in the day, and then uh, Tommy yeah. got with the, the, the said what, gal. What, is, is she well-known or no? Uh, no. Uh, she was from Susquehanna Township High School. <laughs> And Seriously? Yeah. And no, she, she was, was not. She was a year behind me. Brady hooked up with a girl from Susquehanna Township? She she came to Michigan the year after I did, and then I transferred out in January of that year. 
And Ending the love affair. Years later, <laughs> when we played the Patriots in 2000 in the preseason, I I heard this, Johnny. Hey, Johnny. What's up, Johnny? And I turn around, and it's during Pat and Go, and I didn't know who this guy was. I asked the other receivers, hey, who's that 12 guy, Brady? Because this was his rookie year, and the, all the guys are like, I don't know, some scrub. He'll probably get cut. And after the game <laughs> – she called me now from uh, Beverly Hills, California, to say, "Oh, I'm so proud of you and Tommy." And I was like, "What in the way, Tommy? Who are you?" T-? So apparently, she and Tom got together after I transferred away from Michigan, and and it meant enough to him, John. Uh, excuse me, Ross, that Brady told the gal. Yep, I said hi to Richie, just so you know. I mean, that's the only way she could have known about this interaction. I guess. Oh, so Rich, so Brady's the one that said hi to you. He was yeah, seeking was out. Tom Brady was seeking out John Ritchie at midfield. And I didn't know. Him, I thought I this girl was on the sideline before the game. No, no, it's Brady. Well, clearly she has a type. She likes really smart guys, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ross, I'd just like to point out, I don't want to start any trouble for you up there, you know, in that part of Pennsylvania. You appeared shocked. That somebody from Susquehanna <laughs> was dating Tom Brady. No, well, I, I think the, the the idea is, uh, Rhea, I didn't realize she went to Michigan. Yeah. So I'm wondering how a girl from Susquehanna Township in central right. Pennsylvania ever y- even came across Tom Brady. Good recovery. Right? Yes. Like, I'm was wondering it? how that's a possibility. So people from Susquehanna can't go to Michigan? <laughs> <laughs> no, they can. I just thought I wasn't thinking college at all. I mean, if, so people I move was, around, Ross. This isn't like you know the 1400s, you know. Listen to me, okay? I mean, we have planes, trains, and automobiles. I was only thinking NFL. Like when, when you guys first said that, I was like, "Wow, did Richie hook up with Bridget Moynihan?" Like I was thinking about like famous people, and I was thinking about the pros. So then when he says Susquehanna, uh, I, I was like, "Wait a minute, Brady." What, like, how did a girl, did she get to Boston? Like, a girl from Susquehanna Township was in Boston? I was thoroughly, I, you should have couched it with college. There you go. Because, by the way, if you both hooked up with the same girl in college, that doesn't even count. That's like <laughs> standard operating <laughs> procedure. Whoa! All right, to the phones we go. Let's talk to Kevin. Not in Boston, but in New Jersey. Hello, Kevin. Hey, guys. How's it going? Great, Kevin. So, so everyone needs to relax. All right. Um, there should be a zero level of concern. Um, they simply didn't game plan for the Giants. Not sure if you guys have the audio of DG, but yesterday during his show, he simply stated that they didn't game plan for the Giants. Oh, come like on. They, they, Why would you not game plan? Wrong. You, you have to win the game to get the one seed. Incorrect. I don't know what you think Brandon said. I guarantee they game planned their butt off to make okay. sure they won that game. I I'm pretty sure there. If you can find the cut, I have the cut. But John he says it, what, it's not the normal game plan. It's it's a quick cut. Uh, right, right, Kevin, hang on, hang on, Kevin, hang on. Let's listen to the audio from last night. Yeah, Kevin, that means a different game plan. Doesn't mean no game plan. It means a different game. Plan. Well, also, right, like so- they didn't know Davis Webb was like. How, how do you game plan for Davis Webb? You go back and watch his Cal tape from 2015 or whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I mean, they didn't give a level of effort. Would you agree to that? Kevin? No, not no, 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 no. It's not effort. It's not effort, Kevin. F- 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 offense and defense, two different things. On offense, they did not run. 
traditional Jalen Hurts place right. because they did not want to put him in extra harm's way before the playoffs began physically. The and they're facing thing. a team that they could face in the playoffs in and, two weeks. And, Kevin, here's the other part. And let's not lose sight of this, particularly given the fact they won the game. They thought they would win the game going in. Yep. That's, that's a big difference than thinking, uh-oh, 50-50 matchup here, we might lose. Yes, I think they changed their approach in part to keep guys healthy, but in part because they knew with a diminished I'll call it diminished, diminished sort of strategy uh, or a different strategy, they would still win, and they did. Fair? Fair. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, So before I give you my answer, I just want to give a shout-out to those people who got tickets to the divisional game. Man, oh, man, there was a long line um, for Ticketmaster. Um, But my answer to your question, um, what is a joke? Um, I'm going to say daylight savings. Daylight savings. Well, like that one. It is controversial. Uh, it's terrible if you have a dog. They're really? very particular about what time they eat, and I skirt off. I'm, I'm always like, dude, it's only three o'clock, and you know, and she's going not according to my internal clock. <laughs> not great with a young kid either. I'll tell you that. Oh yeah, no, you're right. That's bad too. Wow. Yeah. For a while, I was like, wow, why should I go to bed? It's not dark out. It's usually dark out when I go to bed. Yep. It's like, oh man. All right, coming up, well, we got Ross here, more three as well. Uh, we'll. We'll take a spin around some of the other playoff games happening this week and get Ross's thoughts on that. Rock all the calls. Joe to Cameron, John Ritchie on WIP. Hey, football fans, call your own plays during the NFL playoffs with FanDuel Sportsbook in partnership with Valley Forge Casino, America's number one sportsbook. Uh, because when you bet NFL same-game parlays from now through January 16th, all customers get up to $100 in free bets, win or lose. It's a great deal. And obviously, it's right there for you with FanDuel Sportsbook when you sign up using promo code HAMMER. All you have to do is place a total of $20 or more on uh, NFL same-game parlays or same-game parlay plus bets during uh, the wild card round. The more you bet, the more you'll get back in free bets. NFL same-game parlays, of course, the perfect way, a great way to combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payday and all sorts of games to look at this weekend. Matter of fact, six, so many different ways you can bet. You can build your own or choose from one of FanDuel's popular uh, pre-built same-game parlay section to lock in using FanDuel Sportsbook with promo code HAMMER. Promo code HAMMER with FanDuel Sportsbook, the official partner of 94WIP. Make every moment more as you bet the playoffs wildcard weekend with FanDuel Sportsbook signing up using promo code HAMMER. FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook partner of the NFL.